Saving Thousands is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, North Carolina, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. And is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance. Office is located at 500 Winterly Place, Week 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168. And Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. If you've been looking for a way that you can be a master over your finances. If you're tired of ending up on Wednesday saying, well, I've run out of money, but I sure haven't run out a week. And if you're charging up your charge cards because you can't pay the full bill every month and you find yourself getting deeper and deeper in debt, you need saving thousands with Robert Palmer. And right along with that, you need to have a new favorite on your computer. And that would be savingthousands.com savingthousands.com we'll talk a lot about that this hour and we're going to talk about everyday finances that's the cool thing about this show we're not talking harvard or yale economic statistics or anything like that we're talking everyday people people like you and me people that get the paycheck every first and the 15th or every friday and how we manage that that's the difference between the person with the 500 credit score and the person with the 850 credit score. That's the difference between the person who's still renting or the family that has their own home and maybe even a rental or two and probably a vacation home along the way. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Getting you to be empowered so the big financial institutions aren't taking advantage of you. They're not stealing your money through fees and through tricks and all the other things that go along with big, big finance business. It seems like every day on the news, we hear more and more about some of these businesses getting spanked, getting penalized by the government for some of their shenanigans. And Robert Palmer, our financial advisor, one of those big schemes is called out of sight, out of mind. See, I'll tell you, Rob, auto pay. Auto pay was one of the greatest inventions. It was one of the great, see, we look at it as a convenience. Oh, it's so convenient. I don't have to do anything. I can just be a zombie and meander around in circles and occasionally run into a chain link fence while they take all the money out of my checking account. I don't have to do anything. I mean, to me, that's the, that is the inherent definition of a zombie, right? They don't have to do anything. They just wander and moan. And this is what auto pay did to us. Auto pay, in my mind, auto bank draft, auto bill pay, auto credit pay. I mean, think about back in the day when everything was cash, right? Like they're, they're back, I mean, mm-hmm. people still had credit. But if you went and borrowed money, they would give you cash because there wasn't credit cards. There wasn't electronic transfers, you know. So, like, when you needed to pay someone, you had to physically walk down there and hand them a shilling or whatever, uh, you know, a British pound (laughs) sterling, whatever you were paying with back in those days. Uh, And and so there was a conscious effort to it where now they just just auto-draft your account. And and the, the guy who cooked this up, I mean, let me tell you, Rob, he is laying on a beach in Tahiti laughing every day all the way to the bank. Because he gave financial services companies the way to make us lazier, make us into bigger zombies, and to just take our money without question. I mean, I I bet right now, if every one of our listeners, I want you to think right now, I want you to quickly think of five things that come out of your bank account that you have not paid attention to in the last, say, 12 months. Yeah. Everybody has them. Mm -hmm. I've got them, right? I mean, I I skitter on the radio and and, uh, complain about it, and I've got them. I mean, it's, it's a brilliant scheme. You know, so now when our car insurance, we get that increase, we don't even open the letter anymore. We don't even log in anymore because they just take the money every month, right? And oh, our cable bill, they just take the money every month. And so that first six months, they gave me a great deal to suck me in. And now they're just taking more and I'll probably even notice it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is what AutoPay did. AutoPay was probably the, the beginning and the end uh, that turned us into the financial zombies that we are as a culture today where we just meander along and let people stick their hands in our pocket and take our hard-earned money. You know, Robert, even when we had to write out the check, do you remember those days when you were writing the checks 10, 15, 20 years ago and you had to look at the check register? Okay, here's how much I spent on this, 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 and this. That's when you see the dollars disappearing. Now you don't even notice it. Yeah, well, you know, psychologically, every time we paid that bill, we were making a decision, right? right? We were making the decision to pay the bill, which means we're analyzing the bill. And we were thinking, oh, I am writing a check right now for $1,200 to whatever. 
do I think this is a good deal or a bad deal? Do I do I like the way writing this check makes me feel, or do I not like the way that writing this check makes me feel? And and so at some point you would say, I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to reshop. My 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 home insurance went up again. It's now one thousand three hundred forty eight dollars, and I'm writing I write the number out, and then I'm writing it in cursive. And some of you listening probably have no idea what I'm talking about because you've never written a check in your life if you're if you're young enough, yeah, uh, you, had to, you had to write the numbers and then you had to write it out in cursive on the line, right? Like 1,300. 1, and as you're writing this, you're like, man, this, I remember when this was like $800 a year, when, how did it get so high? And then you get angry and you get emotional mm-hmm. and you, you immediately get on the phone and you call 10 other insurance agents and you save $500 a year because one of them makes you a great deal. And so auto pay took all that emotion out of it. Right. And, and so the, the Heath brothers wrote a great book called switch. All right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and in this, they reference, it's actually a book by another guy. I forget the book they reference, uh, but he talks about how, how psychologically we have an elephant and we have a rider. And the elephant is our emotion and the rider is our logic. And, and so what they figured out is auto pay takes the elephant out of it. It takes the emotion out of it because we don't ever get angry. We don't ever really think about it. There's no decision making. We're just, we're just meandering down the road and they're taking money out of our bank account where once upon a time we had to think about it. Even if you have to go onto your online bill pay and type in the number, you still have to think about it. But when they just auto-draft, the biggest convenience in the world, auto-draft, my, I am so busy and so important in life, I can't be bothered to type in six digits, <laughs> counting a decimal place into a computer screen in once a month. I'll just let the bank do it for me, all right? You have just handed over the reins to this whole thing. You have just, you know, you've just been infected with financial zombieism, and you're done. And now you're going to walk around eating other people's brains because you don't know any better. You're, you, it's over. You've given away the keys. And, and, and how, I mean, think about how ridiculous that is. How long does it take to click a button to log into a mobile app and type in the amount of the payment you want to make to at least stay conscious of what's going on? They didn't do it for the convenience. They did it to take control. And this is another example of the smoke and mirrors. It's another example of how we're being taken advantage of. It's another example of how we're being sold on, oh, this is for your convenience. No, no, this is for your greed. Mm-hmm. This is not for my convenience. This is for your greed. And as consumers, we've got to stand up. We've got to realize that. And, and so if, if, if you took everything in your bank account and took it all off of auto pay, I would guarantee you within 60 days, you will have canceled or shopped for new options or done something with probably 30% of what you are being charged just because now you are back in the decision, you're waking up, your eyes are starting to open up, you're no longer meandering around in circles like a zombie, you're saying, you know what? Uh, wow, I didn't, I didn't even realize I was paying that much for car insurance. How many of you right now know how much you pay for car insurance? Right? A lot of people, do you know, Rob? <laughs> no, people staring at each right? other. I mean, you may have a- I you, do know because I have. I change cars so often, I have to, okay. I have to compare. All right. yeah, I change Dave, cars Dave D, do you months. know how much offhand you pay for car insurance? Ah. He, he does not know. Ah, okay. there you go. I mean, I think we have a general idea. Ah, it's probably around $200, $300. Somewhere right? there. Yeah, well, you know, and, and, and is that a good deal or a bad deal? I mean, who knows, you know? But we, we just forget. Mm-hmm. And when we get busy in life and they make it easy. And, you know, those are precious minutes that we'd rather be playing Candy Crush on our iPhone oh, yeah. than having to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. We'll, let, we'll let the bank handle that for us. We trust those guys, right? Eh, just trust the bank. Let them, let them pay the bills. Auto pay is great. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Robert, the other thing, it goes back to your conversation of yesterday about the smoke and mirrors of credit card companies. The one thing that when this auto pay comes, you know, and you maybe you're doing it in the name of the trees and the green and all that, but you're not looking at a bill anymore. When you get a bill, you take it out of the envelope and you look at it and it says, okay, you owe $450. But then you see all of the, all of the fees they're charging. What makes that $400? You don't see that in auto pay. All you see is when you check your checking account once in a while or whatever, you, you see that $900 went out of your account. I don't know what it was for. Generally, it was for the item, but you don't see the cost of it. I'll tell you, Rob, we, we, are, we are no longer making decisions. We, we have just, we, we are deferring all of our decision making and just letting it go. Being a zombie, you bounce that's on it. the wall, you, you that, go the it. other way. That's it. And this is by design. Trust me. You know, this is by design. The, this is exactly how they want it to be. The, that insurance company, they don't want you to know how much you're paying. They don't want you to be conscious of it because they don't want you to shop around. They don't want you to call somebody else. Your bank, they don't want you to, to, to realize what you're paying in interest and what you're paying in service fees. <laughs> that, that, you know, let me tell you who absolutely does not want you to know is your gym membership. Oh, I mean, God. I will tell you, right. you want to talk about an industry oh. that was built on auto pay. 
I mean, if if we had to literally go to the gym and hand them money once a month, mm-hmm. they would be broke because no one goes there. So how would they ever hand them the money? I mean, you you get like you get that 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 ten percent of people or whatever that use the place, but it's being paid for by the ninety percent of us that that pay for it and never show up, mm-hmm. and that's what they bank on. And and auto pay is what makes it work. And they were one of the pioneers of this. Remember, yeah, absolutely. when the whole gym thing started, it started. You've got to give us access to your credit card or your bank statement, whatever, because we're going to take the money directly. Well, when are you going to cancel? What do you know the fine type and, is? And, so then and you the, never go. So then the big financial guys, they got mad. And first they're like, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, my God, that. we're smarter than these gym guys. Why Why didn't we think of that? We're, we're supposed to be the, you know, the sneakiest guys on the planet. How come the... <laughs> How come the fitness industry beat us to the punch on this whole auto pay thing? And and so they immediately went and ripped it off. More financial advice coming your way from Robert Palmer as we save thousands with Robert Palmer. You know, a lot of you probably wonder, where did Robert Palmer come up with all of this financial knowledge? And why is he sharing it on the radio every day? Well, I'll tell you what. Robert has spent his entire professional life in the mortgage business. Well, when you go over thousands and thousands of mortgage applications and you look over credit reports every single day of your working life, you start to see some insights. You start to see some patterns and you find out why, as I said at the beginning of the program, why some families have a 500 credit score while others have an 850. And you know what it is? It's all about financial empowerment. It's all about not being intimidated by the financial industry. There are those of you that will go into a bank or a car dealership or go for a mortgage and you're nervous as a cat. Well, that's not supposed to be the case. Are you nervous when you go out and maybe you're a good tennis player? Are you nervous when you play tennis? If you're a great golfer, are you nervous or do you take pleasure in going out and playing around a golf? All right. You're a good parent. That's nothing to be worried about. That's something to pay attention to and get educated. Well, it's the same with our money. We don't discuss money in our society. We're not open as a family to discuss money. Usually there's only one person in the entire family, mom, dad, three kids. It's either mom or dad that handles the finances. Well, why is that? Why don't we all work together? You know, there may be those times when you're looking at a new car and even the kids say, well, dad, you can cut my allowance if we can just get that new car. But is that the only financial education we get? Well, Robert has this show to empower consumers so that maybe you can get a mortgage for a bigger house. Maybe you can get that dream home or the dream boat or the dream vacation you want. That's the sole purpose of why we're here. And we also have Ask RP on our website, savingthousands.com. And Robert, Shauna wants to know. Now, she wants to buy a new car. And she's waited the three days, just like you advise her to do with rule number three. Here's the deal. She can either get a bank loan through her bank at 5.1%. She went to the dealer. They've got a great deal on the same car at 1.9%. Or would you advise Shauna to just save up her money and wait till she can buy it outright? What are your thoughts, Robert? No. So in that case, you'd always want to take the lower rate. I'm I'm talking about the decision between paying cash and financing. So so Shauna has, you know, the say she's buying a $30,000 vehicle. If she has the $30,000, so she could pay cash for the vehicle, right? But... Uh, she can get a, a 0% interest or a 1.9% interest, then uh, my my recommendation at that point would be take your 30000 and stick it in a mutual fund or a money market oh. account so they can earn interest Okay. as long as you can earn more than the whatever the interest rate is on the car. And again, this is this goes back to rule number four. We cannot be afraid of credit, right? A lot right. of people would say, oh, it's, you know, we don't have any credit. I don't want to have any credit. I want to be 100% debt free. I'm not going to borrow money at 1.9%. I'm going to pay cash. Well, you're losing the ability, you're leaving the ability on the table to invest that money uh, and then and take advantage of the difference. Because, I mean, even in today's market, I mean, you, you can invest in mortgage bonds at like 3.5%, which is more than 1.9. You know, if, oh. it's, if it's the 0% interest, it's even more of a deal. And, you know, so you could make a 1000 bucks a year off of this deal by investing the money and taking the car loan. And uh, and that's that's what you got to look at. You've, you've got to be open to it. You can't have a closed-minded mentality of, I'm never going to borrow any money. I'm never going to have any credit. I'm never going to have any debt. Because uh, in today's world, it just doesn't work. There's there's too many ways that as a financial ninja, you can take advantage of the system. You can you can beat the bank. You can beat the credit card company. You can beat the mortgage company. And, and I think you have to. I think you absolutely 
have to. Uh, same thing with a house, right? I could go pay cash for a house. Well, I mean, you can get a, a 15-year fixed loan in the high twos or threes, depending on credit score and LTV and everything. And over 15 years, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to invest that money oh, yeah. at a better return than that. Uh, and so as financial ninjas, we have to weigh that out and we have to know uh, when it is when it is a good idea to borrow some money. And if the rates are low enough, it's, I mean, if you can borrow money interest-free, you should really never say no. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, that's, you know, that, that's the honest truth of it. You know, if you can get a, if you can get a 18 month, no interest on furniture. Now, let me, let me qualify this. Don't buy crappy furniture just because they have this 0% interest, mm-hmm. right? So, but if you know you want to buy this furniture company's furniture, if you've shopped around, if you've made the decision that this is the right couch for you and they'll finance it for 18 months with no interest, why would you say no to that? Why would you yeah. not take that? Again, now don't fall into the gimmick. The trick is some of these companies want to sell you overpriced, inferior furniture because they have the no interest. That's not what we're talking about. Don't let them use the trick, but take advantage of it. If you know it's the furniture you want, why would you turn away the no interest financing? I mean, there's just there's no mm-hmm. there is no reason not to take free money. I mean, it's it's free. The no free in the sense there's no interest. You're going to pay it back at the same amount you borrowed, and you can always put your money somewhere and get something. I mean, there, there is no situation where you're not getting something if you stick your money in a little CD or stick your money in a money market account. Or stick your money in a mutual fund. There's always a way to make a return. But again, uh, it's one of those things of the hidden purpose of the loan because most of those people aren't the furniture companies saying that person won't pay it off in nine months or ten months, and then we're going to start hitting them with interest. Yeah, and, that, and a lot of those agreements read that as soon as you miss it by one day, they get to go back and charge you all eighteen months all worth of interest all the way back. So again, you've got to be disciplined. I mean, this is not. Yeah, this isn't a set it and forget it. You know, that if you want to be a financial zombie, keep being a financial zombie. You know, we're talking about taking our head out of the sand. We're talking about opening our eyes. We're talking about making conscious decisions, good decisions, being on our game, not procrastinating, right? You, you've got to, I mean, you can make mistakes. So maybe that that's the one reason I guess some people should not have credit. If you don't think you can stick to the plan, right? If mm-hmm. you don't think you can remember over the next 18 months to pay that thing off, right? So remember, in theory, you have the money. And that's what I'm talking about because the, the people who don't, if you don't have the money, you have to finance the furniture. You have no choice. That's not what I'm talking I'm talking about when you have the cash. So you walk in there and you say, you know what? I'm going to buy this bedroom set and this couch and this couches and love stands and nightstands and coffee tables and whatever. And it's $5,000. And I've got the $5,000 in my checking account ready to go to buy this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is where I would argue if they'll give you 18 months of no interest, don't use your $5,000. Stick your $5,000 somewhere else. But don't forget, it's 17 months and, and three weeks from now to mail in the $5,000 and pay it off. You know, And by then you'll have made a couple, maybe a thousand bucks in interest over five years or every 18 months. I mean, whatever. You're going to make some money in interest in the market depending on where you put that money. But these are the types of, of smart financial decisions we can make. And, and when you look at how you can boost your income and boost your savings just by making a couple of decisions, I mean, play a couple of less levels of Candy Crush this week and, <laughs> and take the time to figure this out. I, you know, I read an article, Rob, it was something crazy like uh, the average person spends like 20 hours a week playing some sort of video game. Really? Uh, I mean, I think that maybe there was an age qualifier to that. But that's a part-time still, job. It is. I mean, that's a lot of, you know, people say, oh, it's too much work to do this stuff Robert's talking about. It's not. And it's it can be fun. I mean... When you stick it to the finance company and 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 look at hey man I I made a thousand bucks because I bought furniture like wow that's a, that's awesome you know I mean the, 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 it's fun and share it with your friends that's it they, you got to share your successes you got to share your knowledge it all comes back to the saving thousands rules you know this is all this is all built this way to give you the absolute best chance of having success you know I put a lot of a lot of my personal time into into designing the rules and the system to where anybody can succeed. Right. You know, I didn't have any of this. I had to figure it out on my own along the way. You know, I had to figure out how to how to do these things and how to be a smarter consumer and, and how to stretch every dollar the most I could so I could start my company and, and do everything I've done. I wanted to build a set of rules so that our 100, 120,000 listeners can just follow the rules. Coming up on the show, we're going to give you the secret behind how you can really find out an accurate assessment of the value of your home without getting your name added to some list that people are going to try to sell to people in the real estate and associated industries. That and more coming up on Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. 
But right now, I do want to tell you more about SavingThousands.com. That's right. SavingThousands.com is the website I talked about earlier in the show. It was built with one thing in mind, and that is, just like the radio show, consumer empowerment. You'll find today on SavingThousands.com, spell out thousands, you'll find informative, easy-to-read articles from the Saving Thousands research staff. You'll find a sign-up area for the all-new Saving Thousands newsletter. Then you'll find those 15 Saving Thousands rules that Robert alluded to earlier. And there's more. You'll find a selection of archived radio shows and info modules designed for you to replay on demand. There's the Ask RP section. And on that, you click on the tab. There's a form for you. You fill it out. Your name and your information will be held totally confidential. But I bet you're going to get a direct answer from Robert Palmer. And as a bonus, we will probably use that topic without your name, of course. But we'll use that topic on one of our future radio shows and maybe even an article or two. And don't forget, we also have on there a way that you can request a home value. Now that brings us to something very important. That brings us to a brand new tool that Robert created. He looked at all of these companies that are going after you so that they can get your name on some sort of a database or a list. But all you wanted was the evaluation of your house. You wanted to know for either a refi purpose or maybe a sales purchase, what your home is worth. Or maybe you simply wanted to follow rule number two, and that's know your numbers. You should know the value of your house, what it would refi for and what it would sell for. And with that, Robert, that brings us to the tool that you provide, the Home Value Hotline. And so what, how this works is a local real estate expert, somebody who I trust, will do a free home valuation for you, a full, complete analysis of your home's value. They're going to pull up local comparable sales. Uh, they're going to they're generate all this. They're going to give you a great idea of what your home is worth, and they're going to talk to you about it. Right? So you can have a conversation. You can't have a conversation with the Zillow Z estimate. And if it thinks the house is 1,500 square feet, it's really 1,800 square feet, you know, oh, well, if it thinks it's this or that, you can't do anything about it. Talking to a live human being, you can get the information you really need. And, and so what I encourage people to do, Rob, is if you think you're going to sell your home anytime in the next 18 months, right? right. go ahead and start getting prepared now. Okay, this is a huge financial transaction. Making a five or 10% mistake is a lot of money, right? Ooh. You know, you're selling a $200,000 house. If you make a couple mistakes that leave 5% of the, the money on the table, that's 10 grand. 10% is 20 grand. Is it worth a little bit of your time to do a little research and be prepared to not, not lose and leave $10,000, $20,000 on the table when you go to sell your house? And, and so what I recommend people do is they, they call the Home Value Hotline now or text the Home Value Hotline now. Uh, the text is 35353. It's a five-digit text code. Uh, we, oh, we have to say that normal messaging rates apply, Rob. So we, we don't charge anything. Right. But you're like if you only have 100 text messages as a part of your plan, normal text messaging rates apply. The carriers make us say that. Uh, again, we don't charge anything. But again, if, if you don't have any texts in your plan, you're going to pay pennies or whatever they your carrier ca charges you. It's a, it's a regular text message. Anyway, 35353. Uh, send, uh, send your address to 35353. And we'll get you that home valuation within 24, 48 hours from a local real estate expert. Uh, Rob's going to give you the phone number here. Go ahead and give him the phone number, Rob. That phone number for the home value hotline is real easy. 866-222-8231. Toll free, 866-222-8231. You know, Robert, a real estate person who's out there every day knows where that new school that they just announced for an Orlando area is going to open. They know where the hot districts are. They know what's going on with the beltways around Tampa, around all the cities that we cover. They know the local territory. The Big Z computer has no idea that the 419 is cutting right through my neighborhood. Yeah, and the other key <laughs> is they're out there renegotiating contracts daily, right? So these online systems, they get their data from public records. So that's after the home has been under contract for 30 or 40. So when was the, the price is established when the contract is signed. Right. So you sign a contract now, and that doesn't close for like 45 days. And then it takes like 30 days for the mortgage to get recorded. And then CoreLogic has to come in and get that data and put it in its database and then transmit it out. And they have to do all these recalculations. So there can be like a 90-day lag from when the price of a home was established via a contract being signed before one of these online sites even has the chance of getting their home on the data. 
uh, the people that we're going to put you in touch with at the Home Value Hotline, they probably wrote that contract down the street from you. So they know what's going on. They can see up-to-date data. They, they set home prices every single day. They negotiate home prices every single day. This is the type of person you want giving you the home value. The other thing is if you have, a, say, you have a friend or a family member who's a real estate agent. Well, they may not be the expert in your neighborhood, in your area. Sure. Because real estate is very, very hyper-local. You know, an agent who who knows a lot about uh, East Orlando may not know a lot about Apopka or may not know a lot about the Dr. Phillips area. And and so the beauty of the Home Value Hotline is we put you in touch with the people who really know uh, the area down to the, the neighborhood that, mm-hmm. that you're trying, that you're looking in, that you're that you own a house and now that you're curious about. And so back to our conversation, if you if you call now, so you're thinking about selling sometime in the next 18 months. If you call now, they can help you make decisions about ways you can maximize your value over the next 18 months. You know, hey, you know, putting in a new AC, you know, we're seeing a lot of buyers right now that are concerned about age of AC unit. So if over the next 18 months you can put in a new air conditioning unit, that's going to help you get top dollar for your home. You know, we're seeing we're seeing buyers who like this type of landscaping or that type of landscaping or this is a feature they really like that your house doesn't have. If you can figure out a way to get that feature over the next 18 months, you'd be able to get maximum value for your home. If you wait until the last minute to start having these types of conversations, there's no time. Uh, to do these types of things to the house. So what I think is uh, make the call now. If you think there's any chance you're going to sell in the next 18 months, call or text the Home Value Hotline. Find out what the home is worth. Have the conversation. Start getting prepared. Be a financial ninja so that when it comes time to sell, you've been able to do everything you got to do to get maximum value for the house because little things you can do, little things you can do that you wouldn't even think of right now, uh, these Home Value Hotline agents will be able to tell you uh, and, and let you prepare and, and two, it's a great way. If you don't know what your house is worth now, how can you make the plans to sell? How can mm-hmm. you how can you start to figure out financially, you know, well, hey, if we sell the house for this, we're going to get all this cash. What are we going to do with it? Are there tax implications? Are there this or there that? Is there a better time to sell in our neighborhood? Is there a worse time to sell in our neighborhood? You can have all these conversations, and these are the types of conversations that a financial ninja has now not the week before they're ready to put their house on the market. So take advantage of this free resource that we built. Uh, the only cost is if you text whatever your carrier charges you to send a text. Uh, we don't charge anything. 35353, that's the five-digit text line, 35353. Just send your name and address, uh, and we'll get that Home Value Hotline agent to get in touch with you or give them that phone number one more. And when you call the phone number, it's a recorded message. So you can call it right now during the show, after the show, whatever, 24 hours a day, you can call it. It's recorded message. You will hear my voice. I will tell you to leave some basic information. Uh, and it actually runs on one of those old tape deck answering machines, which I'm going to put a picture of the Home Value Hotline answering I wish we machine would, yeah. on the website. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> it's, it's the most low-tech solution out there. We're going up against these public companies with billions of dollars and millions of servers and all this, and we're giving you more accurate data using an old-school dual-tape answering machine. If you like what you hear, and our research shows that you do, and that you are becoming empowered by saving thousands with Robert Palmer, and you're using those 15 rules to success, well, you know what? There's a lot more where this show came from. In fact, Robert and I, over the past eight years, have recorded some 400 hours of radio shows. And all of those radio shows were packed with information like you're hearing today, different strategies you can use to take over and have more money at the end of the day, more money at the end of the week, and live a prosperous life, okay? Well, these radio shows have been archived just for you. There's no cost. You can play them back, as I said earlier in the show. You can play them back on on demand. You can listen to them on your smartphone, on your computer, whatever smart device you've got. These are accessible for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, wherever you are within uh, internet space, right? Well, the top trending radio show in our archives right now, the one that most people are digging out is taking control of your credit score. And Robert's explanation of that makes it so simple to improve your credit. Don't let some plastic sign on a street corner get you into some kind of deal where you're going to pay somebody two or $300 to quote, fix your credit because they can't do what you can do on your own and you'll do a better job of it. Okay. The second most trending radio show on demand is putting credit cards to work for financial benefit. The third is the various types of home loans and going through the loan process. And Robert, there are times, I guess, in our lives 
when paying cash is not the best way. I know a lot of people say, well, if I've got the cash, I might as well just use it to buy that new car, to buy that new boat, to buy that big screen TV. But sometimes in your teachings, you teach us that we can actually accomplish more financially by taking up somebody on a good interest rate deal, right? Let's look at another great example, Rob. So uh, cars, you know, every now and then the manufacturers will run these zero interest car deals. That's right. And and so you can walk in there with cash and you can walk in there with cash and you can say, you know what, I'm going to pay cash for this car. And usually what they'll do is they will, they'll give you a choice, right? And you say, well, you can either, since you're not going to take the 0% uh, interest, we're going to give you a little bit of a rebate or whatever on the car mm -hmm. instead. And I've looked at these deals before because there's been positions in times in my life where I could, I was looking to buy a vehicle and I could have easily paid cash for it. But when I looked at the numbers and I crunched the numbers and I, again, once again, I said, okay, and, and if you do the math and just say, well, okay, so I'm going to save this much in interest and versus this much in a rebate, it's, it's really not that big of a difference. What you have to look at is what can you do by putting that money to work? So I think the other important thing uh, that people have to understand about being a, a powerful consumer is you have to have some other way to put your money to work. And whether that's the stock market, whether that's the bond market, whether you have your own small business you can invest in, whatever it is, you've got to have something. And I'm not, I'm not talking about taking risks. I don't want people to go out there and be day traders. I am talking about good, solid, safe, you know, mutual fund type, diversified investments. Uh, we're not trying to go hit the big, I'm going to, you know, double my money overnight. This is not Las Vegas. This is not a blackjack table, <laughs> but putting money to work in the market in order to earn a good, steady, stable return by having a nice diversified portfolio. And, and really, you know, mutual funds are a great way to do that. ETFs are a great way to do that. Um, and so, so that's another part of this is as being a smart consumer, you've got to have somewhere to put your money. Cause let's take an example. Let's say you're going to go buy a, a $50,000 truck and it's crazy, Rob, but trucks cost $50,000 these days. I mean, yes, isn't it insane? Do. I mean, you remember like back when you, you know, you go get a truck for like 10 or $12,000. And I mean, now you can get a, a nice truck is 50, $60,000. It's, it's, I mean, it's amazing how expensive things have gotten. Right. Very well, much. so you walk in there and you say, okay, I've got $60,000 sitting in the bank and I can pay cash for this vehicle. Well, the, the manufacturer is running a, a 60 months, no interest deal or a 48 months, no interest deal or whatever it is. So again, if, if we look at the amount of interest, we will save there, mm -hmm. but then we have to do something with our money. And so if we take that 50 or $60,000 and we put it in the right type of investment, we put it in the right type of steady, stable investment, you're going to earn money on that. And if you look at how much money you'll earn over the next five years and then take advantage of their 0% interest, I mean, it, you very quickly can take advantage of, you know, arbitrage is the big word that That's they it. use on Wall Street, you know. And and just like Wall Street uses arbitrage against us as consumers, we can use it against them because they expect us all to be stupid. You know, they expect us to not take advantages. They expect us to make bad decisions. They expect us to get the 0% interest rate credit card and then never pay it off. And so we get slammed with interest. They expect us to go buy the jewelry and get the 12 months interest free and not pay it off in time and get slapped with all the interest. But if you can change that, if you can empower yourself, if you can make the right decisions, if you can take the things I'm teaching you right here on the radio every single day and apply them, apply them consistently, you can arbitrage back at the banks, back at the credit card companies, back at the car finance companies, back at the student loan companies, back at the mortgage companies, you name it, you can fight back by being a smart consumer. See, if you just don't use credit at all, then, then, then you're kind of neutral. You didn't beat them. They didn't beat you. You just, you chose not to play the game, right? I'd rather teach mm -hmm. people how to play the game and win. And you can play the game and win. And if you win, that means they lost and they can lose. And they do lose. Trust me, they lose on me. I mean, I get all kind of crazy perks from American Express mm -hmm. and I take advantage of so many uh, different opportunities like this to arbitrage and, and use credit to make me money. And I always pay it off on time. I, I always, I, I've been doing it for so long and I'm so disciplined with it that they don't get a penny of interest out of me and they don't get the annual fees. They don't get anything unless it's, it's to my benefit. And so they lose and, and they play the games and think, well, yeah, we'll give this guy a six months, no interest credit card. And at the end of the six months, we'll start, we'll start hitting him for 29%. Right. Doesn't happen. Right. You're never gonna get 29% out of me, but I'm going to get 0% out of you for six months. You know, these are the types of opportunities we as consumers, you know, that's the thing that we have the choice to play. It's like in Vegas, you know, the, the, one of the things they say is your advantage and I guess disadvantage too is you decide when to start and stop. The casino can't walk away. If you're winning and you're hot and you're going and you're going, they, mm -hmm. they can't really walk away. You can. 
And so the same thing, we call the shots as consumers. We decide which credit card we want. We decide which car loan we want. We decide which student loan we want. We decide which mortgage we want. That is our true power. And if we use that power to its fullest, we can save money, but also make money by making wise investments with the money that we're not paying interest on. Coming up, big news in the real estate industry made by some of those big, big hedge funds and big business. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. I do want to remind you that we also on savingthousands.com have a collection of phenomenally good, easy to read and easy to follow articles. These aren't real long. We're not talking a textbook here. We're talking about articles that get right to the point and that can help you be an empowered consumer. Yeah, you can become a financial ninja and not be that financial zombie, okay? Now, some of the articles that are really trending big right now as you visit Saving Thousands and you click on an article, well, we know just how many people are reading those articles because we can go through the research to find out how many clicks each article has. Here's the number one. What documents do you need when you're applying for a mortgage? Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't know that. Well, we help you out. The second trending article would be, how much home can you afford? And it goes far beyond what the mortgage company says they'll loan you. It goes far beyond that because you see, there's more than that that goes into a house payment. There's more than just the mortgage. There's a lot of things associated with that check you write each month to the mortgage company and to the other companies that have to do with you living in that house. So this article will help you figure all that out and kind of budget out how much home can you really afford, taking into account all of the things that come along as costs when you're in a home, all right? Number three is, can I take out a loan while waiting for my mortgage to close? Very important article for you to read, and it'll save you a lot of problems. Well, Robert, years ago, we watched those big hedge funds go out, and we just watched them kind of knock the housing markets topsy-turvy, that was back during the pre-crunch and crunch days. But now they're getting back in the headlines, but not in the way we thought they would. Yeah, so this article talks about uh, these big companies who were snatching up houses. And I kind of want to talk about this in two different facets. One, Rob, is you know everybody thought that when they quit buying homes, because they're still buying, but not quite at the clip they were. Uh, and there was this big fear they were going to sell the homes, right? And when they sold the homes, it was going to crash home values. Mm -hmm. Remember this, Rob? This was, oh, yeah. this was the big panic, uh, you know, because the idea was, well, these guys have to make money. And, and so if they bought all these homes and now the homes have gone up in value so much, well, they're going to turn around and dump the homes. They're going to sell the homes and glut the market, and, and they're going to flood the market and they're going to ruin home values. It's, it's going to be a disaster. And this was, this was probably the, the warning alarm 18 months ago. Right. But these guys are, are too smart for that. So here's, here's the two things that they knew. Uh, one, they recognize the number of people right now who, for whatever reason, just want to rent. And, and I think that this whole rental mentality is a, we'll call it a hangover effect from the crash. <laughs> yeah. You know, a, a lot of people are, are still either stuck because they can't buy yet because of a uh, past foreclosure or a past short sale. Uh, you know, they lost a home and haven't been able to bounce back quite yet. They haven't met the waiting periods imposed by the, the government-sponsored enterprises who run lending, uh, which is Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Jenny Mae. And uh, so that, that's the first issue. And then the others is people whose lives were affected, right? So, you know, people who saw mom and dad go through a bad spot, you know, maybe, you know, people who have a brother or sister who went through a, a bad spot because of housing. And so there is still some skepticism and fear on, on the part of the consumer and the general public. Now, who is not skeptical and who is not afraid of... of uh, of housing is is big hedge funds and and Wall Street in the market, and and so what these guys did was really brilliant, uh, for a couple of reasons. And that's what we're going to talk about. So they they purchased all these homes, right? And and then the fear was, well, these are these guys are doing this for a profit, and they're probably going to sell the homes. And when they sell the homes to take their profit, uh, we're going to have this big crash in home values. Well, these guys were really smart, and what they figured out is instead of selling the homes, right? Instead of selling the homes back to families, they would sell securities backed by the homes, <laughs> effectively borrowing against all the future profits of the homes. Now, 
let me tell you, Rod, there's a couple reasons why this is brilliant. Uh, one, because they do own and continue to own so many homes, and then they're buying homes all across the country. They buy in different markets at different times. They were really hot in Florida for a while. They've kind of hit a saturation here, so they're buying more in other parts of the country. Uh, but what they recognized was if they turn around and resell all of these homes, they would affect home prices, right? Mm-hmm. Which would impact their own pocketbook. Their own portfolio. Right, their own portfolio. <laughs> they, they would be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Number two... The income tax implications of selling those homes at a profit is huge. They would have to pay income tax on all of those gains. Mm. Well, guess what happens, Rob? When you borrow against something, it doesn't trigger a tax event. That's right. Right? And, and, and so and so here's what they, they figured out. So if they sold the homes, it would lower home values, would hurt their own portfolios. If they sold the homes, they would own a big chunk of the the income to the IRS and Uncle Sam, and they didn't want to do that because these are greedy Wall Street guys, and they don't want to give up a dime of profits. And then on top of that, there's huge demand for rentals because a lot of people are scared to buy, think they can't buy, or just aren't. Some really can't. Some think they can't, and some are just afraid to. Right? That's what's going mm-hmm. on. And so there's this huge demand for rentals. And so they they these guys were smart. And so here's what they did: they didn't just borrow against and securitize the current value of the home, Rob, they securitized the future value of all the rental payments they're going to receive. Okay. I mean, this is, this is, this is brilliant stuff. I mean, this is, this is high finance stuff. And so what happens now is they actually can't sell the houses because (laughs) they didn't borrow against the house. They borrowed against the future value of the rental income. One so they've got to they've got to keep it so they can get that rental income to fulfill what they securitized. Wow. So the risk of any of these homes going back up for sale has basically been eliminated. Mm. Uh, you know, and 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 think about this. I mean, this the size of this offering. When you look at how much money, I forget what the article said, Rob. It was it was a, a ridiculous amount of money. This this securitization, I think they said, was twice as large as their last one. So yeah. they did this once about a year ago, and they and they got a bunch of money. And now they've done it, and they've doubled the amount of money. And these are huge, huge numbers, which shows that Wall Street believes in what's happening in American housing, right? And, and these guys believe in what's happening in American housing. And what's going to happen is is when the— when they fulfill the the income stream that they securitized, right? So that they securitized the next three years, five years, seven years worth of uh, rental income into these securities to borrow against it. Once that time period has elapsed, they still own all the houses, right? Wow. You know, and mm. so and they're going to turn around and do it again. So th- to me, this is just a clear, clear indicator of what an a, amazing investment, what a great investment housing has become again. Well, real estate is back, and it's back in a big way. And, of course, with historically low interest rates, now's the time for you to jump on into the home buying process. And we'll have more on that coming up in a minute. But if you have questions, and I mean questions without any obligation, you may find this hard to believe, but Robert's companies are totally transparent, and they're totally about customer service. No one has ever tried to exercise any strong arm tactics. There's no high pressure. There's simply consumer advice and putting the customer first. And that begins with the phone call. That begins with you calling the Robert Palmer family of companies. And just like a visit to savingthousands.com, there's no obligation. All the information is there for you because in the long run, you'll make us one of your favorite brands. I guarantee you that. Okay. And thousands of families have benefited from the services of the Robert Palmer family of companies over the years. But again, it all starts with a phone call. So if you have any questions whatsoever, maybe you want to follow up on a question that you've heard a topic on this show. Well, there's two ways about it. You can go to savingthousands.com, click on the Ask RP tab, or you can simply call the Robert Palmer family of companies at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Maybe you're thinking about a refi. And maybe you want to talk to a loan officer who's not going to try to get you to commit to anything, but will simply go over the numbers with you. Maybe you want to talk about that first house. Maybe you want to talk about questions you have about financing a home in a college town so your kids can have privacy and can have all the convenience of home 
and you're furthering your real estate holdings. It's not a bad deal. Whatever questions you've got, 855-773-8634. Well, Robert, on a memo I got this morning, it says that you are going to be maybe adding a new rule or some new consumer empowerment, and it all has to do with mortgages. Uh, so one of the things I want to talk about today, Rob, is uh, our, one of our new rules, uh, newer rules, I guess, which is uh, you know when you're buying a home, you're most likely going to use a 30-year mortgage, right? And we're going to talk about why I recommend this. But then refinancing to a 15-year mortgage uh, as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. And we're, what we see for most people is this is somewhere between three and seven years is when most people are able to make the change and go from the 30-year to the 15-year. I'm going to walk you through some examples today, and we're going to talk about this. Again, this is one of the newer rules. We haven't spent a lot of time on it here on the network. Uh, you know, and, and this one, uh, this one actually had some influence in my life from my father-in-law, uh, Phil. You know, he, he did this and, and was able to, you know, pay his house off very quickly because of it. You know, and now as he prepares for retirement, you know, he hasn't had a mortgage payment in seven or eight years. Oh. And, uh, you know, that, that allows him to put a lot more money into savings and 401k. And so as we talk about the benefits, you know, but one of the, a couple of the, the big things that he did is one, he bought the right house up front the first time. And he's been in that house for, you know, for uh, close to 20 something years now. And, uh, and then on top of that, he made this move to go from a 30-year to a 15-year pretty early on, uh, and then even still paid it off sooner than the 15 years. So let's start with the first part of this, you know, because obviously, you know, we've had the rule about owning real estate sooner, not later. Um, you know, th- this is a big one. The, the amount of wealth we can build, I've talked about this a lot, how it is important to own real estate. No one talks about dying, uh, being a renter for the rest of their life, you know, retiring uh, as a renter for the rest of their life. I think most people view at some point they're going to own a home. And, and the longer you put that off, it's kind of like savings, right? You know, the longer we put off savings, I think everybody's heard, you know, the sooner you start you know, putting money in your 401k, the more money you're going to have, obviously. You know, the, the sooner you start putting money into investment accounts, the more money you're going to have, obviously. Well, the same thing happens with real estate. The sooner you buy that home, the sooner and the faster you can build equity. And the sooner and faster you can find yourself in a situation where the home is owned free and clear. And I think as a society, we got out of this. You know, we got caught up so much in the bigger, badder houses, right? And the McMansions and, and a lot of the attitude that led to the crash. You know, if, if you look now, we're, we're seven, eight years after the crash. Mm-hmm. And, and the circumstances that led to the crash have been going on for seven or eight years before that. You know, so there was a period in there, a pretty long period in there, where people were upgrading to nicer houses instead of making the right financial decision, which would have been to go to a 15 year on the house they were in. Right. So, you know, it was like, well, you know, we're, we're making a little more money and we've paid down our home a little bit and we've got a little equity, you know, plan a would be let's, let's refinance to a 15 year mortgage and let's get this thing paid off faster or plan B let's sell it and go buy a house. that's twice as expensive. You know, and uh, that was the that was the decision that we saw made the most, uh, you know, obviously during the crash and leading up to the crash. And and so, you know, this decision, this decision to stay in the in the same home. So that's the first thing. Right. If you're going to stay in the home, it's got to be the right home. And and I've got a couple different uh, different philosophies on this one. I am kind of what I would like to call like a house hoarder, Rob. Uh So, you know, once I buy a house, I hate I hate to sell it, you know, and, and I think keeping it as a rental property. Uh, you know, is a great plan. And, and again, the, the, that fits in with this as well. You know, buying a home, refinancing it to a 15 year. And then if you can cash flow it on the rents, you're going to have it paid off sooner. Now you've got a free and clear house that someone else is making the payments on. Um, I've actually, I've got a book coming out about uh, in the next four or five months here about real estate investing called Appreciation Opportunity mm-hmm. uh, that really covers a lot of those 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 basics and, and how to measure the idea of, owning an investment property or converting your house into an investment property. But let's take that off the table for a minute. Right. So let's say you, you know, you get into a house. Uh, the key is to buy the right house, right? And this is, I really want you to buy uh, as much house as you can afford comfortably, right? And, and so that's where the 30-year mortgage comes into play. If you buy the house right out of the gate on a 15-year, then chances are you're having to give up some features, which may make you want to leave that house and that's one of the worst things we can do. If you're not going to retain it, right? If you're going to buy the house and then think you're going to resell it in two, three years, uh, you've really negated all of the the benefits and gains of home ownership. When you look at 
the closing cost you have to pay as a seller when you sell a piece of property. And that's what my book really digs into, Rob, is how to look at those soft costs, which is mm-hmm. the cost of the real estate commissions and the, the closing costs, and look at the the cost of, of buying the home, selling the home, moving into the home, moving out of the home, You know, taking all of that into account because it all fits into the financial picture. And so if, if we buy too little home, too little of a home, right? So we, we, we don't buy enough home and we're not going to be happy with that home. And then we find ourselves two years later selling that home. Whatever we made in appreciation, whatever we pay down in equity is now going out the door in closing costs, uh, concessions to the buyer and real estate commissions. And so what I will tell you is the only real time that buying a home is a mistake is if you turn around and sell it too quickly, right? Now, there are some examples where you know home values have gone up dramatically and people have made some money. Um, but again, we can't bank on that, right? I mean, you can't count on the fact that what we saw over the last couple of years where homes have gone up 20% in value. Uh, you know, in a normal market, we're going to see, you know, 2 to 3% appreciation. So if the home goes up 3% in value the first year and 3% in value the second year, well, there's enough to cover the 6% real estate commission. So that's a break even, right? And then and then you're probably going to need another 3% appreciation the third year to cover the closing costs that the seller usually ends up paying on behalf of the buyer. So, you know, when you, when you do go to sell a home, that first 6 to 9% in gains is gone because you're going to pay that to get out of the house. Mm. And so this is where buying a home and reselling it too quickly uh, can turn into a bad financial decision. Now, keeping that home as an investment property, uh, now you don't you don't face any of those. You know, go on and buy your next home, but retain that one. Keep it. Put a put a tenant in there. Like let somebody else make your mortgage payment. So that that's the better strategy. Well, Robert, we packed a lot of information into that one hour, and it doesn't end there. We invite people to go to savingthousands.com where you can read up on the stations that we're on throughout the South. And I say that because Maybe you're not always in town like you are right now listening to your favorite radio station. And we selected this radio station out of your market as being the best, most informative, greatest radio station in the market. We love this station, but sometimes you're going to travel out of the range of this station. So you will find on savingthousands.com, you'll find a places as affiliates. And that is a list of all of the radio stations we're on and If you're out of range of all of those stations, maybe you're heading up north and you won't be in the south anymore. You can still be empowered through Robert Palmer's teachings and the Saving Thousands group by simply going on to iHeart. iHeart goes around the world, right? So if you go to iHeart and you simply type in the search engine, just type in Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer, you will see the Robert Palmer channel. Make that one of your favorites on iHeart. Because you can listen to Robert 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And those are archived shows. This very show that you're listening to right now will be put on iHeart just in a very few moments. So iHeartRadio 24-7 or stations near you throughout the entire Southeast. And one more thing. If you are looking for a great real estate professional in your backyard, Just call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. We have surveyed people that go through RP funding. Everybody that gets a loan through RP funding is surveyed. And part of the survey is about the real estate person that handled the transaction, how good they are, or if they're just mediocre. The good ones go on a preferred list, and we give you access to people who are in the real estate industry in your backyard. That's going to wrap it up, but we hope that you'll continue to save thousands with Robert Palmer. 